Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Phone Box Podcast with me, Emma Conway. How the devil are you? I hope you are all well. This is a much requested episode with my little sister, Claire. Claire Michelle Wetton, aka Clarabella. Um, she is the youngest, I am the oldest and also if you are new here and you don't follow me on social media, you might not know, Claire is an award winning children's TV writer, she's part of the Horrible Histories team, she also has written things like Dennis Nasher, Mr Tumble, Super Tato, she's part of the BBC children's proms team, she's doing all the children's writing so if you have kids and they are watching stuff, more than likely she's had a hand in writing it. Now, Disclaimer, a warning, this episode is very brummy. It's very brummy. I didn't realise quite how brummy I sounded when I was speaking to my sister. So, if you're not a fan of the brummy accent, go back and listen to another one. But if you are, please stay tuned. We cover all sorts of kids' TV, from cartoons to dramas to Saturday morning television. Claire tells us her favourites and we just have a good old giggle. So I hope you enjoy this episode and I'll see you at the end for a chat. Hello and welcome to the Phone Box Podcast, my lovely little sister, Claire Michelle Wetton, aka Clarabella, which I know she loves. Sister, sister, you didn't have much I missed you. Oh, what a, we're straight in, we're straight in with the content, was that 90s or noughties? I don't know, it was, it was timeless, it was classic. We need somebody to fact check it, fact check it. <laughs> I've got <laughs> Fact check it. Can't even say it. I'll fact check it. They're about our age, aren't they? So it must fact be. check it. Yeah, Tear and Tamara. Nineties. It's got to be nineties. It was the classic. It was a classic program. So Claire is here today to do a um, children's TV bonanza, much like I did the boy band bonanza with Alison Perry. We're here to talk to Claire. Who would you class yourself as an expert? Yes. <laughs> what are your qualifications? I watched a lot of TV when I was a child. <laughs> I thought you were going to go because I was part of a BAFTA award-winning children's TV. You're like, no. No? 
Just watched a lot of telly. Watched a lot of telly and I loved all of it. And people did write in, to write in, nobody wrote in. Nobody's written a letter. Who's written a letter? No one's written a letter. People messaged in um, for certain shows for us to talk about it. What we're going to do is we've got, I picked categories, haven't I? And I've, I asked Claire to pick yeah. her faves and then we might chat a bit about what um, some of the people who listen to the podcast chose. So we are going to go through um, favourite cartoon. Then favourite drama. And these are 80s and 90s, aren't they? Yes. Because we were kiddies then. We weren't kiddies in the noughties. No. But were you still watching children's TV in the noughties? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Am I still watching it now? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Did I say it's for my job? Yes. So I can get away with it. (laughs) Did I just turn off in the night garden to do this? No, that's a joke. She didn't. It was... (laughs) I can't even think of a kids' TV program. I watched Count Duckula yesterday in order to prepare prepare myself. Is that an, is a new one? No, old, old. Okay, so we're going to do uh, five cartoon drama, Saturday morning TV, comedy, and then I added this one on favorite. Wouldn't be allowed today TV show because there's a lot of creepy TV shows that we had to watch that were put on the telly, and we were just put in front of it, and everybody thought it was normal. Yeah, we'll save that to the end. So the first, not round. What should we call it? The first category, and you've gone for a. Uh, wi- wi- and how are we going to do? You're going to do the winner first, or the runner-up first? Runner-up first, then the winner. To keep the people in suspense. Yeah, of course. So if somebody's driving, they might want to pull over to hear the winner. Because <laughs> <laughs> like- I feel like the people involved in making it are all at home waiting. <laughs> together like will they will they win the awards i don't mean to be mean absolute celebration you think they're still alive yeah yeah we'll go with that i know people who worked on stuff that we watched oh look at you name dropping (laughs) oh yeah everyone's really like gel aren't they it's the same as knowing beyonce in it (laughs) okay let's start off with your favorite cartoon runner up okay so this is the controversial one oh and I say it's controversial because the majority... Pull over. Pull over your cards. Because I'd say the majority of my career is writing animation. Yeah. But I don't think we liked cartoons when we were little. I don't think we liked cartoons. And i tell you what is going to shock. In fact, people might turn off. I didn't like Disney cartoons growing up either. Wasn't interested. And I call myself a Disney adult. Wasn't interested. But i tell you what was good... Yeah, theme tunes. Oh my God, cartoons had the best theme tunes ever. And I remember on a Saturday morning or even like a Wednesday afternoon, we would pick <laughs> between channels trying to yeah. the theme tunes. Then as soon as the show started, no interest. Well, well what, who's your runner-up and has it got a good theme tune? There is no runner-up for cartoons because I literally <gasps> couldn't even think yeah. of two cartoons that I liked, but I could think of loads of good theme tunes. So the runner-up is cartoon theme tunes. You wouldn't get this at the Smash It's Pole Winners party. <laughs> if they did best haircut and then they just went, there are no best haircuts. You've all got floppy hair. It's all the same hair. Paddington Peas, Shoe Peas. Oh, down at the bottom of the garden. Raggy Dolls. Raggy Dolls. Raggy Dolls. Doll. If you're not saying sad sack at least once a month when you see a miserable person, <laughs> who even are you? 
Uh, what was the shoe people? Shoe people. Shoe, shoe, people. Shoe, 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 shoe. Oh. Shoe, Who else? What other ones? Gummy bears dancing here and there and everywhere. Here and there and everywhere. Hi, adventure. And you're right. I couldn't tell you the plot of any of them. And one of the absolute worst cartoons of all time, uh, 80 Days Around the World. Banging 80 Days Around the World, we'll find a part of gold. Just, Just in a rainbow. One for all, all for one. Moscow hands up. Always ready. <laughs> the cartoon theme tune. Banging the actual cartoon. Boring. The theme tune to Dog Tanyon. It was like right. It was somewhere <laughs> right at the back of my brain, and I just was like, and that was weird because it was like a French cartoon that seemed to be dubbed, but it still didn't quite work, even though it was just cartoons. Okay, so there's no winner. We'll let the people decide. If you want a message, just... no, there, is, there is a winner. There is a winner. There's no runner up. Oh, oh God, sorry. Quick, pull over again. Pull over again. Kandukula. Kandukula was good. No, I can't remember the theme tune. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. It was like the story of Kandukula. Ducula. Kandukula. So he was from a long line of vampire ducks. Yeah. They brought him back to life. Nanny and Igor, but Nanny accidentally, instead of getting a a bottle of blood, she got a (gasps) bottle of ketchup and poured it in. So he was the first ever vampire duck vegetarian. Look at my face. (laughs) I don't remember any of that plot. (laughs) I remember Nanny because I think I look a bit like Nanny. But I don't remember any of that plot. I'm thinking of Trapdoor, but Trapdoor was not an animation, was it? That was a... Well, it was an animation, but it was... What they called... Clay, clay, claymation. Yeah. Okay, so Count Duckula. I'm, I'm not happy with that. Well, that's why I rewatched it yesterday to see whether it was good, and it was. It was still good. <laughs> it still, still stands up today. Um, I just don't think cartoons were as fun back then as they are now. No, but you're right. They did have some cracking theme tunes. And if any of you out there, um, want to follow an Instagram account, we had a lady on called Knee Deep in Nineties, and she is always putting out theme tunes on her account and they're up she put spats up the other day she she spends days trying to source this stuff so definitely go and follow her um i all that's going around in my head is okay so best cartoon count duckula you get an award um and i'm handing it over to count duckula now Give a speech. This is a bit where i didn't tell you claire you have to pretend to be count duckula accepting a speech you have won count duckula go Thank you. <laughs> I love vegetables. I love tomato sauce. I never knew that was the plot. Okay, we're going on to best drama. Now, what is the runner-up for best kids' TV drama? Baker, 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 grill. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm shook if that's not... I feel like Grain Chill might be number one now, if Michael Grove's number two. We have had a request to discuss PJ and Duncan and when PJ went blind. Thoughts go. Let's we forget when we saw PJ and Duncan live and I shouted to PJ, PJ, where's your stick? And he looked at me and said, yeah, I haven't heard that one before. And I thought, I'm going to die. <gasps> I thought I was really funny. And Ant was like, no. He's a national hero and he scorned you. <laughs> he scorned you for making an, a, a very obvious joke. I thought it was going to be the comedy highlight of my life. And he absolutely shot me down. Aunt McPartlin, if you're listening, you're rude. <laughs> but if you want to come on the podcast, of course, I'll immediately ditch my sister and replace her 
with you. Um, I I am going to say my favourite plot on Viker Grover was not paintballing. Still scared to go paintballing now. If the kids are doing anything like that, I'm like, watch your eyes. It was Deck joining a cult. Yeah. Is it I am? What I can't, what was the, there was like a catchphrase. I am. I can't remember what it was. It was like a little hat. That was my favourite, joining a cult. And I'm a bit offended. I've never been asked to join a cult. Anything with Spuggy in was the best. She was just a legend. She was a legend and so was um, Jim. Jeff. Oh my God, such a legend. I forgot his name. <laughs> Jeff. And I want to say Jeff Banks and it's not because I think he was on the clothes show. <laughs> Jeff, Spuggy, Ant and Deck, um, Donna Air. Can't think of anybody, one other single person who was in it. Uh, me and my best friend at school, Kerry, actually wrote to Biker Grove. Yeah. Asking if we could have a part in the show and a full storyline of how why two random brummies were in uh, Newcastle. I think we were sisters and our parents had died and we'd been sent to foster care in Newcastle. So we were very sad and we needed the support of the... Did you get a reply? We did get a reply saying, thank you very much. That's a great storyline. However, our policy is to only hire children from the local area. And we replied back saying, we're really happy to relocate. (laughs) Good story. But also, me and Kerry being sisters, she was like the tallest. She had long, dark brown hair. Yeah, she did quite wavy hair, didn't she? Yeah. No way we would be sisters. Do you know who would have been really good for you to do it with? Your actual sister. (laughs) That would have been me. Your actual sister. If you'd actually gone to your actual sister and said, do you know what, me, you, by Grove, we could go out with PJ and Duncan. It would be great. Tonight I'm free or whatever. Let's get rid of them all. But no, you chose a a random person. Yeah. Okay, so that's number two, runner-up. What's your number one? Press Gang. Press Gang is an absolute, is and was an absolute classic. I loved it. I once saw Dexter Fletcher. Was I with you when I saw Dexter Fletcher? It's one of my biggest regrets that we never went and said hello. No, what would we have said? No, I don't, it was a good 20 years after it had been on. Yeah, but it was, it was... Quite a long time after Press Gang, but it was before he got famous again as a, like a director. Yeah. So it was in that little little window where he probably would have been quite pleased that someone knew who he was. Yeah, we should have just, yeah, he just, that was in London, wasn't it? No, so Liverpool. if you, oh, Liverpool, what were we doing in Liverpool? We just went to Liverpool one day. So Dexter Fletcher um, was having a frisson with Julius O'Halla. Linda Day was the best character of all time. She was the best character, yeah. Wanted to be her. Imagine being a teenager, running your own newspaper. <gasps> running your own newspaper? With Dexter Fletcher trying to get up with you. And Colin, and was somebody called Colin? Colin was the one who used to like, um, he was a bit of a, not a gangster, but he'd wear like a trilby hat and do like... He would wear a trilby hat, he, he wasn't was a yeah, a bit of an Arthur, an Arthur Daly. And then there was the other guy, but I can't remember what his name was, who was the deputy editor, and he was nice as well. And then he went, was like an evil person on EastEnders. So Press Gang, I don't imagine there was many seasons of Press Gang. No, I don't think there was. We should petition for it to come back. Well, you know, Swahala and Flexter. Um, Flexter? Fletcher. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, a cross between Dexter Fletcher Flexer. what I will say is I want honourable mention to Children's Ward yes definitely 
honourable mention to Children's Ward, honourable mention uh, merit badge goes to, of course, Grange Hill. When I went to university, one of the boys in the year below us was a main character on Children's Ward, and I don't think I've ever been a starstruck. What was his name? Was he the, the wasn't there a handsome one? Well, was they all handsome? Were... No, what, no, he was a ginger lad. No, he'd still be handsome if you're ginger. Like that, I'm just, in case anyone remembers him, I can't remember what his name was in it. Ten past five was cracking telling. Ten past five was where you want to be. We weren't watching news round, and sorry if you did watch news round. We didn't watch news round. We weren't news round. Days when Blue Peter were on were an absolute write off for me. What is the point of Blue Peter? Apart apart from the Tracy Island bit. Been at school all day. I don't want to be educated when I get home. No, I don't want to be educated. News round. Don't want to. I don't want to be educated. And then on a Friday, sometimes they'd put a film on, wouldn't they? And I didn't really like those films. Did you remember that? Ten past five on a Friday. Sometimes it was a film and it was always a little bit boring. So I didn't really, really like those. Yeah. Do you remember I, I met Yvette Fielding when I was about 11 at the Green Show? Do, I do. He said, who likes Blue Peter? And everyone <gasps> went, hooray. And I said, I don't. I think it's rubbish to my friend. <gasps> and she oh. heard and came over with the microphone and said, oh, really? Why do you think it's rubbish? She held the microphone in front of my face and yeah. I said, I don't really. I love it. It's my favourite. <laughs> what a liar. That was your moment. You could have just gone, because you know what, Yvette? It's boring. <laughs> Yvette, it's know. boring. I'll only watch it if Take That are on it. And if Take That aren't on it, I ain't watching. It is a bit, my, my kids will watch My kids will watch Blue Peter now and Newsround. I love it. It's a bit jazzy now though, isn't it? We had John Craven. Oh, John Craven. Okay, so we're moving on to comedy, which I think you're going to um, have a lot of inputs because you are kind of like a comedy writer runner up rent a ghost rent a ghost that's very early 80s i'm wondering if some people might not know what that is tell us please the premise rent a ghost it was a house filled with ghosts and if if you needed someone haunted you just rented a ghost mr claypole is that his name (laughs) miss pop off (laughs) yeah She'd sneeze and then she'd disappear. What? Not still on the telly? No, I think some of them may have passed on. Oh, I would yeah. have thought so, definitely. Um, this was what, Yeah, that was ago. a great programme. Rent a ghost. Da, da, da. Um, I really enjoy that. as a, I wouldn't have, That wouldn't have been even in my brain, but that is a great programme. Bring it back. Bring it back. I'll write it. But it was still a great one. So who's your, what's your winner? I can't even believe what I say this. Maid Marion? Marion, why don't you... Carry. If you follow me on Instagram on my yeah. Mummy of Two account, uh, every year since I've started, so for a decade, I have posted it's pancake day, it's pancake day, it's pancake day, and I will continue to do so. And one year, um, what's his name? Baldrick's name, what's his name? Tony Robinson. Tony Robinson also posted it, and I felt like he was copying me, and I was, I, re- I was a bit regretful about that. Like that used to be our competition of who could sing it first on Pancake Day. To yeah, it's always me. It wasn't for a little bit, but then since you had kids, like I'm never awake by the time you. The are, kids so. walk in and I scream it at them. And you bought me the <laughs> you bought me the DVD. I've got the DVD of May Marion. It was a classic, and they are bringing that back, aren't they? Well, it's been options, but it it hasn't been. We don't know yet whether it is, but if it is. I've already put out to the universe. 
I want to be on that show. Manifest. You want to be. You want to be writing that show. In fact, you want to be. You want to write it and star in it as Marion. Well, I could probably do without that. Sounds a lot of it. Oh gosh. Sorry, sorry, guys. If you were thinking of putting her as Marion, she says no. <laughs> She's not interested. <laughs> She's ditched it. Oh come on. It's not Baldrick. What was he? What was he in that program? Was he the sheriff? Wasn't yeah, he? Sheriff of Nottingham. Sheriff of Nottingham. Okay. We are now moving on to Saturday morning TV, and I think this is a really tough. Tough category. I've got a question, but that's question. Gonna, that's going to give away what's what's the winner, basically. Oh, Going live and live and kicking with the same show, right? They were just the same show. Okay, going live and live and kicking. So going live was first with yeah. the man who we shall. We're not. We're not going to talk about Pip. We'll talk about who, who did he do it with Sarah Green. Sarah Green, and then it moved to live and kicking with Zoe Ball and was it Jamie Theakston? No, first of all, it was Emma Forbes and Andy Peters. Oh, Emma Forbes was great. What's happened to her? It was. It was basically when they got rid of the first cast, they went to the second cast, but it was the same show. They just changed the name. Yeah, they changed the name. So we'll just. We're like just going to say that's the same. I'd like to have them as the same show as the winner. Thank you very much. As the winner, they're not the runner-up? No, they're the winner, because I needed to check that, because otherwise I'd have put them... What are you talking out. about? What about CD UK? What are you talking about? Well, that's not it. That isn't even my runner-up. My runner-up's 73. Do you remember that? I think I'm going to have to hang up this call. You're not having... <laughs> CD UK isn't even 90s, that's 2000s. What? Oh, my God, was I watching that as an adult? Yeah. This is the thing, when we were younger, kids' TV was on the telly. So on a Saturday morning, you woke up... Kids' TV was on the that. telly? What are you talking about? Well, no, you have to go onto, like, okay. CBC or the website or iPlayer or whatever, whereas it used to just be on, like, you turn on the TV on Channel 1 or Channel 3, and if you were hungover on a Saturday as a university student, CD UK would be on and you'd watch it. So why was I talking happened? about Wonky Donkey as a grown adult? Yes. So what was on the other channel when Going Live and Live and Kicking was on? I do remember no- number 73. Motor Mouse. With Neil Buchanan. Yeah. Again, I've plucked that from the back. Of, that was in the dog tanyan thing at the back. I went, okay, you're right. I, I'm going to I'm gonna stand with it. But I'm going to I'm gonna choose the Zoe Ball era. I'm going to go Andy Peters era. Andy, and do you know what? Andy Peters has not aged. What, do you ever see him on the telly? Yeah. He looks, the, he has not aged one single day I don't I, he's gonna outlive us all I remember the day that he left live and kicking and I think I was about 17 and I cried as if the worst thing had ever happened to him eh? <laughs> I was I remember watching the end I remember watching the last ever there, it wasn't friends what was it on CD UK chums chums I remember watching the last ever chums and being quite upset and I actually remember they did like a documentary recently yeah. and I got a bit upset about that as well because Kat Dealey she's a brummie yeah I once saw her in the pub in Sutton. What's the pub in Sutton called that we used to go to? Were you there in the horse and jockey? Cat Dealey was there. I remember. Yeah, Cat Dealey was there on Christmas Eve and it was as if if, like the music had stopped. And everybody just turned. And in them days you could smoke and the smoke just... And then there was Cat Dealey in a fur coat (laughs) back for Christmas. Oh, it was love. It was as if I'd seen the Angel Gabriel... But it was Cat Dealey. Okay, I, I agree now. I was that annoyed, but I agree because I thought that was nineties. Uh, it might have started very late, but I don't think it did. I think it started like maybe two. I've got my phone here. I'll just Google it. Just going to Google. Google. What should I type in? When did CD UK start? I'm sure people are searching for that 
every day. 1998, 1998. But I, have, I always, at the beginning of Seed UK, I had slight beef with it because it was their fault that the chart show ended and I loved the chart show. I really enjoyed it. 1998, so it must have been 25 years they were celebrating and what a great mm. 25 years it's been. Okay, so we've done um, cartoon, drama, comedy, Saturday morning TV, and now it's going to be favourite that wouldn't be allowed on the telly today. Runner up, go. In general, just storylines. I remember storylines from some of the things we talked about earlier, like on Press Gang, there was a storyline about glue sniffing. They were acting like we were all glue sniffing. Well, this is the thing. I'm sure the moral of the story was don't glue sniff. But all I remember is all of us the next day going, you heard about this glue sniffing? Has anyone got a prick stick? Like They all thought we were glue sniffing. And, and lest we forget, just say no. Why are we watching heroin? I didn't know what drugs were. Yeah. And then I watched this program. I was like, oh, there's a thing called drugs. Everyone seems to be really into them. Ten past five. You've got blooming Danny dying of some sort of, I don't know, illness in a car. That's traumatising. You've got Zamo on the drugs. It's hairspray. Was hairspray sniffing a thing as well? Or was it mainly the glue, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. <laughs> but now, so I write in, I don't write on any uh, drama shows. I only write on comedy. But we always have to be so, so careful about imitative behaviour. So if it's like, if a kid can copy it, then you can't do it. Whereas I feel like that was not a thing in the 80s and 90s. It was just like, oh, let's... There was a lot of fear culture, wasn't there? Because you also had those Charlie Says adverts which indicated you were going to be stolen by an adult at any given moment. Still can't pick up a sparkler because I feel like I'm going to burn both of my hands <laughs> no, off. Every time these kids get sparklers, I swear to God, I am traumatised. I'm like... But I don't even really understand what... Because I guess if you pick up a sparkler, you would burn your hands. But the advert implied that you would you would die. The like, advert you implied, sparkler, that's it. You put... If you finish with a sparkler, put it down, pick it back up again, your arm would blow off and then you would die. Like, we all it thought we, were, we would be glue sniffing in the morning. A predator might get us in the afternoon and then we'd just die by picking up a sparkler. And then you'd run away and get stuck in quicksands and you'd, you'd sink. Hang on, or climb up a pylon. There was one way of people... <laughs> I invented that. Or was it... I feel like there was an ad where it was like, don't climb up pylons. Yeah, yeah. Up a pylon. <laughs> <laughs> 
the yeah these plots it we lived in fear the children's telly was just don't join a cult don't play paintball i can't remember any positive storylines i can only remember abject horror maybe they are now i don't know because i don't watch them no we watch um erin used to watch tracy beaker and that is a little bit biker grovey that is a little bit but not not too not too bad on the plots Nobody's climbing up pylons or glue sniffing or glue sniffing whilst climbing up a pylon, holding a sparkler in their mouth. Even like, I, I don't know whether you call this kids TV or not, but if you rewatch Dawson's Creek, the first I don't wait. like, it, there's an actual like romantic storyline between Pacey, who has just turned 15, and his teacher. And at no point, no point is it like, maybe this isn't appropriate. It's like, oh, how, rom- how romantic. That wouldn't be allowed now. And even during Dawson's Creek, by the end series, there's things that happen in series one that by like series five, one of them will go, do you remember when that happened five years ago? That wasn't right, was it? And we're like, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we've learned, we've moved on. Dawson's Creek, did, now did we watch that when we were adults or was that a chat? I can't remember. That, we were teenagers then. I like Dawson's Creek. Never watched the OC though. Yeah, no, the OC was good as well. But a Dawson's Creek, rewatch. I advise anyone to rewatch from the beginning. And you will be horrified by series one, but then by the time you get to like series two or three, it's just amazing. It, it that just a reminisce. What is the winner of your wouldn't be allowed on telly now? I would say Vodholonimio because that was just essentially a man groping children with a bird to puppy on his hands, just just groping. I put that on my stories of the day. I was like, look, if you've never seen Vodholonimio, this is what we had to watch. Sometimes a doorbell would go and a really scary witch would come in. This the, I can't even remember what the plot was. It was just Rodolf going around grabbing kids, See? grabbing adults, grabbing... To be fair, he was grabbing I... everybody with his emu hand. Spoiler, the emu wasn't real. Don't mean to upset you people if you're listening. <laughs> it was his hand. It was his hand. So when it was going all mad and he'd go on, he'd go on another... T- and he'd maybe go on Parkinson and he'd like, ooh, grab Parkinson's face. It was Rodolf's hand. But I always had real sadness for Grotback. Why? Because you look a bit like her. You're like twins. <laughs> she just she just wanted to be invited to the pink windmill, and they wouldn't let her in. So of course she was going to be mean to them. Just let her, just let her in. Just let her in. And she, she had two sidekicks. One was like a robot, and one was a crocodile. And they were idiots and she'd get angry with them and it would be like well, I remember being little thinking well yeah I'd be angry with them too she asked them for a bucket of water and they threw it all over her they're idiots and we were all there cheering for Rod Hull did we ever see Rod Hull we have met Tony Hart haven't we we met Tony Hart we wrote in to Emu and asked if we could be in Pink Windmill what did they say um, we got sent back signed pictures of grot bags and why didn't we keep them what were we thinking I think we have kept them. I don't know where they are, but we did keep them. I don't know where they are. And in the background, I can just see them framed. <laughs> I would. Um, they'd stopped making the show. We'd, we'd sent we're a bit it in too late. We're a bit too late. Actually, um, listeners, we actually sent that letter three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be there going justice for grot bags. I think you need to let go of it now, Claire. I think you need to, I think you need to move on from no. poor old grot bags. Yeah, it was a weird program. Um, there was lots of weird programs, but you know what? Has it done us any harm? Maybe, potentially. Did I have to have therapy last year yeah, and a couple well, of years? Yeah. Well, yeah, I did. 
Was six of those about glue sniffing and climbing up pylons. Yeah. My therapist would be like, Emma, don't worry about the sparklers. But what if I die when I pick a sparkler? Okay. So I'm going to go through a quick fire round of some of the um, shows that the lovely listeners sent in that they wanted to chat about. Now, I am going to say there's a couple of programs that that we didn't watch. We did not watch The Queen's Nose. Why is that? I don't know. I think there is quite a small window yeah. when you're the right age for something. So if you're like seven to nine, that's your show. But then if you're like 13, you're too old for it, if that makes sense. So there might be people who are like three years younger than us who are really into a show that we didn't Yeah, watch. Queen's Nose. I, um, but my friend um, Rachel, she said maybe like, I think if you were a bit posh, you watched The Queen's Nose. Yeah, maybe it was on the same time as something else. It was like, like Wolf. I know that was a big, people loved that, but I don't think we really liked drama. Also, Wolf famously filmed in Mosley. Yeah, we weren't into no, which it. which is weird. No. Simon and the Witch, we loved that. that was we great. loved Simon and the Witch. Um Frog in a moment, dog in a blanket. What was the, was it Frog in a, what was the song? Toad in the hole and I'll get yeah Simon and the Witch was a great program okay so we are we're not going to discuss Queen's Nose apologies if you want to turn off now you can also Penny Crayon don't know what that is I think it was a girl who was a crayon (laughs) 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 but we are going to talk about in fact I'm going to sing this have you ever ever felt like this have strange things happen? Are you going around the streets? That is a terrifying program, but get that back on our screens. Yes. Also, it was very similar to, do you remember Eerie and Deanna? That do you know they only did one season of that? That popped up on my TikTok the other day. Yeah. That was Eerie and Deanna. It was Eerie and Deanna and Around the Twist. Great, very spooky, almost like, not Black Mirror, like, what, what would you compare them to? Like little mini horror films, weren't they? Yeah, it was like Tales of the Unexpected. Yeah, Tales of the Unexpected, but for kids. That's that's what we all want. I did like Round the Twist a lot. Yeah, sometimes the episodes were like, would be spread spread over two episodes and that would be annoying because you'd be like, I want to know what's going on. I think also with Round the Twist, there was a real, there was a time where anything Australian was just like, just amazing, wasn't it? You had your home and away, you had your neighbours, you had your Shortland Street. Is it you or is it me? It's Degrassi. That, Degrassi no, that was not Australian. Degrassi was American, wasn't it? Pugwall. Nobody tell me what to say. No, not me. Found out. I always thought when you were younger, you looked like Pugwall's girlfriend. That's what everyone said. <laughs> my friends are worried. Um, hang on, guys. I just got to tell you how modest my sister <laughs> is. is. Oh, yeah. You mean I look like the really pretty girl? Yeah, actually, that's what I In fact, People still say it to me now, they stop me in the street and say, did you just go out with Pugwall? And they go, no, you mistake. It's like I said, I like Claudia Schiffer. <laughs> was her yeah. name Jenny? Was her name Jenny? Jenny and Jenny? Jenny? Like me, me and Pugwall aren't together. <laughs> Keyboard. Yeah, Knee Deep in 90s published the whole of that uh, theme tune the other day. And as I commented there, I'll comment now. I don't know Stephen's phone number. Know the whole yeah. of that track. And, and others. Heartbreak High. Another great show. That was Australian as well. Was that New Zealand? Actually, Shortland Street was New Zealand. I take that back. Sorry. Australia did some crackers. Another one. Um, Down at the bottom of the garden. I'm on the bed in the bees. The little, 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 little people. They're called the... 
the Poddington and peas. Don't know any of the plot. I imagine it was just peas getting up to good times, Shift good vibes. At the bottom of the garden. Fraggle Rock, oh. another good one. That wasn't mentioned by the followers. That was a great and one. If you've got Apple TV, watch the, they've just done a new version of Fraggle Rock, an updated modern version. And it is so good. It's so good. Does it still have the doozers? Oh God, it's so good. Yeah. Top tip, top recommendation. Um, I like the doozers. Okay, I'm going to do this theme tune and I want you to try it. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to carry this off, but I want you to try and guess the program. Are you ready? What is it? Johnny Briggs. Johnny Briggs. Again, I can't remember the plot. Did he was he a boy that played a trumpet? All I remember is that they had like some steps down to a cellar. And they used to hang out in the kitchen a lot. But then it was that Marmalade Atkins. I met Marmalade Atkins in her heyday. I didn't mean Sutton Park R.I.P. She was in four weddings, mm-hmm. wasn't she? Yeah. Um, Johnny Briggs can't remember the plot. Somebody's, I bet somebody's thinking, all about Kez, didn't watch it. Couldn't tell you the plot of that. I think it was a film. had a bird on it, didn't it? Yeah. Maybe that was 70 years. Yeah, it was a film and it wasn't kids, I don't think. Just... <laughs> Emma, you're just talking crap. It was I thought it was about a secondary school boy. Yeah, but it but I don't think it it was a kid's film. I don't know. We read the book for GCSA. Oh, anything if any old book given to me for GCSA, I immediately thought boring. What a load of boring yeah. rubbish. They could have given me the Smash It's annual nineteen ninety seven and I'd have been like, What a load of rubbish. Could make it to do it at school. Okay, um, I would just like you to pick any other program that you want to talk about that's really laying on your heart and you need to get it out. I feel like there's a whole like teen kind of after school on Channel 4, Fresh Prince of Your Hollyoaks. Well, yeah, I suppose Hollyoaks. No, I'm not really thinking of Hollyoaks. But that kind of tea time kind of American, safe by the bell type. Tough dudes with attitude, kind of groovy. Yeah, we did. I think we. I think you chose quite a lot of British programs. Yeah. So American programs, California Dreaming, still a bop, will always be a bop, bop forever. Great theme tune. Wanted to be in the band. Loved the girl with the bob. Loved the girl with the blonde hair. Ten out of ten. Saved by the Bell. Ten out of ten. I feel like the, I feel like they used to be on like in the summer holidays, yeah. didn't they? Used to be um, in the summer holidays. They would be like Pugwall, California Dreams, yeah. South by the Bell, oh, yeah. and they would. And then like because Pugwall there was only one or two series, they would run out quite quickly, and they'd just start again from the beginning. So over the summer holidays, you would watch Pugwall like three three times. I'd do it again. Put it on tomorrow, <laughs> and I'd just sit there on a. Loop I mean, I literally <laughs> I watched the loop. California Dreaming was great, and I bet there was only one season. Of well, that. they changed cast at one point. Oh, not interested in yeah, that. I don't think we were very interested in that. I think there was like one no. good looking guy in the second cast, which kept piqued our interest. He probably mm. had floppy hair. Also, Beverly Hills 90210. I. I think I love Beverly Hills 90210 more than you may because I, perhaps I just hit yeah. secondary school. And did I love Jason Priestley? No. Did I love Luke Perry? No. But did I love David Silver, a.k.a. Brian Austin Green? Yes. I remember. I had posters of him. He was a nerd. He had 
a floppy hair, but it was like solid, almost like a helmet. Curly, wasn't it? And I think I thought I, I think I thought I stood a chance with Brian Austin Green. He was the younger one, wasn't he? So he was. Yeah, I think logically I was like, well, Jason Priestley never going to go out with me. Luke Perry, he's never going to get me. David Silver, yeah, I could do that. <laughs> but that's how I rationalised it in my head, which I think is probably why I like Gary Barlow as well. He was. <laughs> I think I was like, right, which. One do I stand a chance with? Yeah, I think everyone, all the others were taken by other friends and then you were like, I'll have Gary then. I knew my limitations. Um, and look at Gary now, look. he's We saw him a couple of weeks ago. He's aged the best. He is aged like a fan wan. I just want to discuss one last thing uh, before we go and that is the classic Smash Hits Poll Winners Party. It truly for me was the best night of the year without a shadow yeah. of a doubt. I mean, all those kind of like, like Comet Relief and Children in Need and Yeah. Oh, Comet Relief. Red Nose Day. Oh, we, I've got a photo of me and you in um a photo booth with one of the first Red Noses. I mean, not like the first ever off the machine, but like one of the first years. <laughs> don't do them now because they're saving the environment. Erin had one that you had to plant in the ground and turn into a seeds and stuff so you don't get because they used used to put them on your nose and they'd slightly hurt oh god yeah yeah but you'd still be rocking it you'd be going in your pajamas you'd be doing a sponsored silence 24 hour famine things i bet they wouldn't be allowed that to do that nowadays i think i did and i think i used to do six hours which was just the time i was at school I don't remember doing anything i think i just was like i'll I'll pay my parents to wear mufti and then uh Watch the TV. Yeah. The Smashes poll winners party for me was just brilliant. I loved everything about it. I loved the award segment. I loved best haircut. I just loved it. It was for me just the absolute peak. And it was, and it felt important. Like, you know. It felt really important. I was really invested. I voted. I definitely would have sent a handwritten letter in voting. I mean, it, it, much like the creators of the TV shows are listening to this podcast now and, and cursing that they didn't win, we would be quite angry if all saints have, have won. It should have been eternal or whatever. That would never have happened. What are you talking that, about? Well, that was a stupid. That was a stupid. That was stupid. First of all, they weren't even out at the I same know, time. And second of all, second of all, sure, eternal never would have won over all saints. <laughs> what are you t- Get back in your box. <laughs> Get back up that pylon. Eternal. I like to turn a Claire, but they were not out at the same time. It would never know, have been I know, the same I know, I know. I couldn't thing. think. All Saints and the Spice Girls, maybe, and then the Spice Girls would have won. Yeah. Capiche? Um, if Mark Owen hadn't won Best Haircut, I think I'd have got on a train down to London and said to somebody, why? Because I love Gary, but he had a crap haircut. Yeah. I think there might have been one year that he won and he had a bad haircut and we were all like... Was it this year? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mark, if you listening. <laughs> yeah i did love it uh we actually went to smash it's pole winners party didn't we yes but we were fully grown adults and it was the I last was, ever one i was 22 <laughs> you were 24 <laughs> you might have even just been 25 <laughs> well it would have been because it was always in december yeah. smash it's pole winners always like the 6th or 7th or 8th of december so we saw Louis Walsh there. I can't remember one other single act. Could it you was please inform me? Darius. 
Oh, Remember, lovely Darius. I went mental. I didn't even I love Darius. I didn't know that I loved Darius. Feeling yellow. He came oh, on lovely Darius. And I lost my mind and I was like, oh, yeah. turns out I like Darius. Okay, who else did we see? Uh, well, Will, Gareth Gates. It was all the pop idol people. So it was just pop idol. Um, I guess there must have been like Westlife or someone if, if Louis Walsh was there. Boys, it wasn't, it would have been too old for Boys, wouldn't it? Yeah. We did get a Gareth Gates mask. Yes. On the chairs. I remember that. That was quite exciting. But yeah, we were adults and that was the last one, I think, wasn't it? Because yeah, then they knocked down the London Arena. Bring it back. Bring it back, but only with 90s. I was going to say, stars. People don't care anymore, do they? They care about it. Like, they do, like, the, they do the but... Capital FM concerts. We watched that the other day. Yeah. They do do that. But yeah. Maybe. Also, I don't think there's so many like heartthrobby boys who do music anymore. Not that I know of. Do you know any? No. I'm I'm, I'm out of the loop. I'm, I'm, I'm just still watching Character Killer. Um, <laughs> guys, if you were listening, if you have anything to input, definitely do. On Spotify, I am going to put a vote. I'm going to do the vote of all votes, Claire. I'm going to pick the winner from each category and, and people have to pick which is the best one. So we've got um, Duckula. So it's going to be Duckula versus Live and Kicking versus Press Gang, Press Gang versus Rod Hull and Emu versus... Maid Marion. Maid Marion. And who would be your overall winner? I think Maid Marion. Yeah, Maid Marian was really good. And that would definitely still hold up today. Yeah, I, I still watch that. That's on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and also, guys, if you've noticed, there's a lot of time in this podcast, I've said to Claire, so what happened there then? Because I have no memory of, of our childhood. <laughs> I have no recollection, but I can remember the whole of the Pugwall theme tune. I could, I don't. We, I go to a concert. I could not tell you who I've seen. So Claire is like the person that has to go. Well, she could be lying. She could have. And the memory keeper. She could have been like, oh yeah, we saw, and I would have just been like, oh yeah, that's great. I ain't got no no clue. So that is how the relationship works. Do let us know if you want me and Claire to do another episode. To, oh, hang on, people wanted to know. Oh, I, I'm a bit reluctant to ask you this. What's your favourite memory of us? I mean, I won't remember it. And it could be a lie. Just following boy bands around the country. But not even like actually meeting boy bands. It was being 12, which was a ridiculously young age. Same age as my daughter. Getting on a train to London or Leamington Spa and just having no idea where we were. Margate. And singing, we used to sing potato based advert theme tunes like birds are potato waffles. And just have a great time. Like, what are we going to do today? Let's go to London. But this is what I don't understand. How did we afford well, it? Well, uh, specifically that London one, I remember we said to mum, can we go to London tomorrow? And mum said, oh, if you can pay for it, you can go. We took that as permission. We, me, you, Mel and Rachel, pulled all of our pocket money. We made sandwiches, got drinks out of the fridge and stuff, went down to London had a wonder around, had a lovely time, came home. Mum was like, what did you do today? And we said, we went to London. And she went, mental. 
we not only went to london guys it, 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 we went we got on the docklands light rail tube thing and we made it all the way to wembley didn't we, we were, we're knocking about i went to london, london, arena. london arena and we were just on the vein hope that might see take that and we didn't see anybody but did we think we saw tony from e17 on riding past on the bike yeah saw tony from e17 we wandered around we had a lovely time but mum was like, what did you do today? We went, oh, we went down to London. She's like, you what? And we said, well, you said if we could afford it, we could Another go. Another thing that we did do, because we hadn't been to London before, any of us, I don't imagine, um, unless we've been with our parents. Matthew Pateman from the Boy Band Bad Boys Inc. had a top on, uh, MFSB top. And I got off the train in London and went to the person at the desk. And I was like, where can I get this top? <laughs> Which is like... <laughs> what are you talking about and I was like where can I get this top what shop with this top but look and they were just like get out of the way what are you banging on about never found it it was the lip smacking motivating good talking high walking fast living ever giving mess me was that right I think this is when we have to send you to an asylum because that was exactly exactly what it was. And I was, and we said that. I was like, "Where can we get this top? I'm going to buy it." And he was like, "What? Get out of the way, man! There's people trying to pay for the tube. What are you playing at?" Um, so, if you want to hear more tales of that, please do let us know. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode, Claire. Thanks for being here. Thanks to you, sister, sister. Never know how much I missed her. Right, peace out, dude. Bye. Bye. Told you it was brummy. I told you it was brummy. <laughs> we just needed to have Alison Hammond on with us and it would have been a full brum fest. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Claire. I definitely think I need to get her back on for season three. I am planning season three now. We've still got a few great episodes left of season two and season three will start in September. So if you can think of anybody you would like to be on the podcast, please do let me know. You can direct message me, uh, Brummy Mummy of Two or Phonebox Podcast Instagram account. You can even email Hey, admin at Brummy Mummy of Two, let me know. You could write a letter. There's no address to send it to. Just put like you do with Father Christmas for the kids. Just put Brummy Mummy of Two or Emma. And maybe it'll get to me. You you never know. Stranger things have happened. Also, I would love it if you left me a five-star review or just any kind of review in general. That would be amazing. And definitely check out the poll on Spotify where I have put all the kids' TV and you can pick which was your favourite out of the finalists my sister chose have a wonderful week Uh, definitely tag me in so I can see where you're listening love you lots and I'll see you soon small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right because Rust-Oleum's new custom spray five-in-one gives you control with five different spray patterns so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rustolium. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.